Hello and welcome back to Goldbridge Saves Football with our Friday episode. Goldbridge, the best game in football, will be back. And also, have we got a banger for you, Will? Do you want to tell him or shall I tell him what, what, what have we got? No, you tell him. I just remembered something that I'm going to have to reveal later on in the episode that maybe could jeopardise this podcast going forward. Okay. Oh, don't. Uh, somebody did this to me once before. Um, they retired live on air, which I think is the most unprofessional thing that's ever happened to me in 10 years. Please don't tell me you're doing that. Um, although you probably are easily replaced. Um, no, we're going to do worst Premier League team of the season. And oh my God, this is going to blow the bloody doors off because uh, we did best, semi- best Premier League team of the season last week. Put Anderson, put Matty Cash in there. They had a really good weekend. There are some shockers in here. I mean, I've, I've said a name to Will and he can't believe it. They've just been called up for England squad and I've got him in the worst team of the Premier League team season so far because I've done my homework. I've been on Y Scout. I've been everywhere and I'm going to I'm going to take this take this player down. But uh, Will, um, how are you doing? And uh, are you well, you've got some exciting news as well. A lot of people will be tuning in for this. The EAFC code. Yes, yeah, we're going to do a giveaway to thank you all for the support. It's been absolutely amazing. I think we're on week 10 now. So we're giving away a code for EAFC, PC, PlayStation, Xbox, whatever's best for you. So if you rate this podcast five stars, go on Spotify, get involved in the Q&A down below. Give us a nice comment, but leave your Instagram handle. And then on the That's Football Instagram account, there'll be a post and drop a comment under there and the winner will be picked. It's very simple and it's a big thank you from me and Mark, mainly Mark, because he's buying it. And he's giving out the co- uh, giving out the code. What I even thought as well is, you can comment underneath uh, the Spotify uh, comments and just leave us your Insta handle, and we'll pick a winner. But if you want to do the like Goldbridge, or you want to put a, an, an eleven in worst eleven, we might even take that as a little bit of a bribe as well. Anyway, let's um, let's get into worst Premier League team of the season so far. I mean, we were thinking about something to do on the Friday because we want to do like fun interactive stuff, and we did best team last week, and I was really happy with it. And then I just thought, you know what? Get have another hour in bed, Goldbridge. We'll just do worst. But then I actually realised it's better than best team of the season so far. Like there's so many interesting ones in here. Uh, we did put a community po- community post on that football. Will thinks I cheated. I didn't cheat. I'd already had a team, but I was quite pleased that a couple of my hipster picks were in there. Will, have you found this easy or hard? Um, I found the defence hard. I think it's a bit frustrating that the community posts we normally leave for sort of either or is your creativity, but what you've done there, as well as pretending to use Scout, is just nick the audiences, which I can't prove, but I do fully believe. But you can check the community posts because a lot of these players aren't actually in it. All I'm saying is that they verified a couple of mine, but not the best ones. Anyway, goalkeeper, I've gone with... Well, I've got two options, but the first one I'm going to put forward for... Um, because I know, and, and 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 look, let me just There's get the jokes one. out. Let let me get all the jokes out of the way. What do you mean? It's just the Man United team is the worst team of the season so far. Shut up, rubbish jokes. But I have to probably concede Anana gets in here. But I tell you who always also shouldn't get away with it. He'll be straight in the bloody England shirt next week. Jordan Pickford. Jordan Pickford. This this season has been crap. His his um I think his save rate is fifty eight percent compared to Allison's eighty percent. Even even Anana's 68% save rate. So Jordan Pickford actually is worse than Anana, but I, I probably have to concede the expectation of Anana hasn't hit. Well, let's just say if the expectations of Anana was to hit um, the ceiling, um, he's somewhere down, not even in the basement, probably probably in the sewer pipes at the moment. It, it is shit. 
Well, I know you. I know you're clutching at straws trying not to get Onana when you're talking about save percentage, which is something that you probably look at once once a year to try and back this Pickford narrative. It's got to be Onana. Not only with the expectation coming in, I can sort of forgive some of the passing mistakes, and I'm sure he'll be happy that I'm going to forgive him. But just some of the saves, some of the obvious mistakes. But even oh, which was the game when he was just basically on his ass when he was on a one-on-one and he was just sat there like a sort of boy scout. That was far. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was just sat well, down. I'll give you some credit here because I was hoping to bounce back with, oh, what about the one where it went through his arms? Look at the pass. Look at the one the other night. And I was going to go, yes, Premier League worst team of the season, not Champions League. But you yeah. did just highlight a Premier League mistake, which was obviously for it. OK, I'll go with Anana. We will move on to right back. You go first on this. We'll do like what I do with Ben Foster. We'll take it in turns. You can go first. What, what have you got as your right back? Because I've got um, the defence wasn't as easy as the other positions, I will admit. So we might rush through this one bit. Yeah, so right back, I'll just go straight into it. It was a bit tricky, but I've gone for Ashley Young. I think Everton yep. was supposed to be down there, but I just feel Ashley Young's performances. I mean, I don't watch Everton week in, week out, but even on watching Match of the Day, you can tell there's been a few mistakes that have led to goals by Ashley Young. And uh, Sean Dyche bringing him in, you just want him to exceed, um, you know, be a leader of the locker room and, you know, don't make mistakes. <laughs> That'd be a good start, Ashley. So Ashley Young for me, Jeff. I tell you what, a couple of people mentioned this on the That's Football Community tab. I'd already written it down and done my homework. His passes, per nine, his passes per 90 are rubbish. And his success, successful defensive actions, which I know Will likes, are <laughs> rubbish as well. No, look, Everton haven't had a good start to the season. Ashley Young's in at right back for me. I mean, does he play right back or does he play left back? Either way, you're in. He's right back in Arsenal, that's all that matters. That, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, at left back, this might be a bit of a hipster choice. It might not be Will. I've gone with... Um, and look, I, I think I think any worst Premier League team that doesn't have a, at least a shout out for Serge Aurier would not be a worst Premier League team. Um, but it, I've gone for he would have been a right back, obviously. Um, I've gone for Ben Chilwell. I mean, he's been a staple of my uh, fancy Premier League team. He's been massively disappointing. And the stats back it up as well as the injuries. And remember, injury is not deliberate unless you do duck games. But you know, there is a shout that Nkunku could be in the worst Premier League team of the season so far. It's not his fault. He's been injured. So, um, yeah, Chilwell is, is my left back. Uh, I hate to sort of support any argument that you put forward, especially on this podcast. But, yeah, I've gone for Chilwell. I'm Just you speaking then, are we sort of been blinded a little bit by fantasy football? I know he got bought off in, early in one of the games. Uh, it's just not sort of... It should be Chilwell and James staple every week and due to injury, lack of form, it just it's not happening. So I think that's the expectations have not been where the expectations are high and they've not been reached. No, you're right. Some people would just be disappointed with him on Fantasy Premier League, but actually uh, the stats back us up as well. He's underperformed in a lot of key areas. One player that did get a lot of mentions, and I don't want to shout those people out as not knowing football, Gusto got quite a lot of mentions out. He's actually second for um, quite a lot of key areas uh, when it comes to being a fullback. I just can't <laughs> read my... I can't read my writing, but You're he's, he's an not absolutely laugh today with all these. He's statistics. not having. He's not having a bad. He's not having a bad season apart from the red card, which actually you could mark him down for. So we've got Anana, Ashley Young, and Chilwell uh, centre back pairs. I mean, I put I put Egan in from Sheffield United, which many people will complain about quite rightly because it's not fair to put the newly promoted teams in. But I think I, it could be anybody. But I just feel that. Burnley, Luton, Sheffield United generally have defended badly and Egan sort of represents them all. So I, I think you've got to put one of them in there because we can't just give them a free ride. They have 
I mean, Sheffield United let eight goals in. So I, I think I've put Egan in there um, as a representative of the three newly promoted teams because we could have an entire Sheffield United back four. But I, I do feel we need to concede and be a little bit charitable. Yeah, I really struggled at centre back, and uh, this is this is not my pick. This is just the suggestion. I want to sort of get the vibe from you here, but I've got, I've put down Raphael Varane. Yeah, you're an idiot. Uh, it's not your fault, but um, I, I tell you who I have put in there, uh, um, and I did do quite a bit of work on this. Victor Lindelof. You know, when you say I put quite a bit of work into it, that immediately makes me think that you didn't put a bit of work into it, and you just robbed it from the community tab. No, no, they didn't. They didn't. I don't think anyone put this in. But I was looking at it. Um, Virgil Van Dijk has won nearly eighty percent of his uh, defensive duels this season, and Victor Lindelof's on forty-six percent. That's not good enough. Um, one person that's really worth mentioning as well is Pau Torres. Now Villa fans will be screaming here, but if you actually look at Pau Torres, interceptions, crap. Defensive duels, crap. Successful defensive actions, crap. So look. But Villa are having a good season and sometimes you can have a player in a good team that's not doing particularly well. But for me, the centre-backs were difficult so I would go Lindelof and Egan unless you've got anything else to add. Yeah, no, I mean, I was just serving up. I, I will add for Paul Torres, it was a difficult start for him coming into that Newcastle game because I think it was when Tyrone Mings got injured and he came into the firing line and obviously they lost 5-1 in the end. So I think he'll come good as much as it pains me to say. Should we go on to the midfield? Yeah, so we're going to go with the traditional 6-8-10. So holding midfielder, box-to-box, and attacking midfielder. Um, I've got a bit of a... I've got a bit of a... Look, this is what we do on this podcast. We're not... We're, you know, we're, we're, we're hipsters now when it comes to this. Um, Gilmore. Do you, think, do you think anyone would ever look at us and say that, that there's two fresh hipsters straight there? If we tried to look like hipsters, I think we could do. Visually, uh, audio, we... Audio, if you're just listening to this, you'll know we're hipsters, but... If you've got the visual, um, which uh, we're not going to release like the PGMOL. We don't release the visual. But um, Will's actually in his boxer shorts. It's a hard watch. I'm not in that way. Um, but let's go. I've gone I've gone Gilmore, actually. You know why I've gone Gilmore? Because right. um, defensively, he's absolutely, he's, he's, he's really below par. His passing's good, but he's below par. And I look at that Villa game, that midfield was wide open. So... They, and also they got beat by West Ham. Don't know whether he played in that game, but I think Gilmore. Again, I like to go for the clever stuff. Oh, it was so obvious. Let's put Man United players in or Sheffield United players in. There might be underperforming players in teams that are hipster. Well, I'm telling you now, I've got another one on the right wing. It's going to blow the bloody doors off. But I've got Gilmore, Casido as the holding midfielders because I think Casido for the money has been pretty bang average and he's not being rescued by a win over Fulham. Right, you do. I thought you were doing really well there. You sort of bringing out all these stats about Gilmore, this and that, pass percentage, and then you go, I don't know if you played in that game. As stats go, appearances is probably up there with finding out the one. I've backed you up here with Casado. I think the the big money move has absolutely stunk the joint out there. I think a couple of mistakes have led to goal. Um, I've been there. Some Twitter compilations been put together of his bad performance. He did have a good game against Fulham, so hopefully that comes comes good. But that's recency bias in the other way. So I've joined yeah. you on that one. I've sort of gone for a signings midfield here. So in the my other sort of... So we're going Casido as the holding midfielder, yeah? Yeah. So my yeah, next okay. one sort of could be in that centre midfield role. I've gone for Mason. I've got Mason Mount down here. Well, it's interesting. I mean, a lot of people have, would say Mount because it's obviously Manchester United. Um, the, the logical choice is actually, and, and the hipster choice, is Andres Pereira at Fulham. Uh, he's having a bad season, Will. 
Um, his pass completion rate is dreadful. Um, his successful defensive actions is second worst in the league. Um, yeah. He's having a really bad season, Pereira. So we can either bow down to, you know, what I would call agenda against Mason Mount, who, let's be honest, has been injured for most of the start of the season, or Pereira, who factually is stealing a living at Fulham this season. Well, you know, I know, I know, the thing is, I, I know you've won because I know the chat are going to go, well, oh, Pereira, Fulham, who cares about that? Let's put Mason Mount in. So I'll put Mason Mount in, but I'm just saying the logical choice would probably be somebody else. All right, so so we've got a sort of third person in this midfield, and as I said earlier, I've gone for sort of signings based on expectation, um, and a man that scored a penalty that was gifted to him at the weekend. I've got Kai Havertz in there. Yeah, yeah, I've got Havertz. I mean, you could, you know what? The one player I did put that I didn't Mount never even appeared in mine. I did sort of put Bruno question mark, maybe Bruno Fernandez. I, I would concede he is not having the season, you know, he would want to. Um, the stats sort of back me up on that as well. His pass completion rate isn't brilliant. Um, you could put Nkunku in then, but I think that would be very, very harsh, being as he's not kicked a ball. I think Havertz completes the midfield of Casido Mount and Havertz then. Uh, all with a Chelsea connection. Can I give you a question mark just to finish this midfield? I had a question yeah. mark, Casemiro. Start of the season, the Wolves game, the Spurs game, everyone was speaking about Manchester United's midfield getting beaten. We look at the Champions League game, I know we're talking Premier League, red card there. You watch Man United every single minute of the of their games. Am I right, am I wrong? Uh, I think you're wrong in the sense that, you know, he has scored a few goals this season. I think he's our top scorer. <laughs> I, mean, I think he's Man United's top scorer. So, um, no, it's been an up and down season, but I wouldn't, and by his high standards, it's not been where it should be. But I think there's enough just to keep him out of there. He would be, I wouldn't disagree with the consideration, but for me, I'd keep him out of there. I'm happy with Havertz and Casido. Mount should be Andres Pereira, but I get the fact that the diversity of football fan has to go for the obvious sometimes. Um, this uh, this front three um, is probably the easiest for me, actually. Um, right wing, I have got uh, Jared Bowen. Mental. Do you want me to tell you why? Absolutely mental. Yeah, well, I, I'll tell you why. Uh, he had a really bad season. He scored five Premier League goals in seven games. Absolutely stinking. Okay, um, I've wrote these down, so I'll tell you, right? He's in the top 10 for the lowest successful attacking actions. He's in the top 10 for the worst pass accuracy. Um, He's also got the lowest passes per 90, zero assists, and he's in the top five for lowest crosses into the box per 90. He's a bit of a selfish twat. No, he's not a twat. I mean... Um, um, the I, conviction I, in reading those stats there, it was like a dad reading a sort of album that he's never heard of in his life. But um, I like Jared Bowen and I think he should be in the England squad. But I'm just, look, it's so easy to turn on to specific YouTube channels and listen to certain ex-players who will go, Jared Bowen's so good, so good. But when you look at his game, I mean, five goals is good. It's very, very good. But I'm here to create content and... If he didn't have those goals, he's very, very selfish. He doesn't. He's, he's passing. He's tackling. He's crosses into the box. I mean, is he just? Is he just there to score goals? Yeah, but that's like going. I tell you what, Manchester United, a really bad team. If they haven't got all those wins behind them, they're absolutely stinking. I mean, he's selfish. Got the goals, so he's backing up his selfishness. I'm just highlighting that Jared. You need to do more. There's more to. There's more to Jared Bowen than scoring goals. At, well, actually, there isn't. That's why you're in my worst Premier League team of the season. I've gone for something controversial. I don't regret it. 
anyway, you, you've surely got a better option on the right wing than Jared Bowen. Um, well, I've sort of got like an, like these sort of strikers that can drift out sort of. So I've got sort of, I put down Eddie and Ketty. I know I don't play off the right. I've also got sort of Gabriel Jesus who's sort of in, yeah, that, I've in got that him. role. Um, and then I've also got like Nicholas Jackson down there, which is sort of, he's featured in every episode of the podcast. So it's sort of like a, a fluid three. I'm not saying an out and out nine because I, I couldn't really think of any out and out nines that were really stinking out the joint. Well, I had, I think Kuna at Wolves is worth a shout because they spent a lot of money on him and I don't want to be top sixist. And... Well, I've only seen that game against United and he was could have won the Ballon d'Or after that. So, Yeah. Um, also, I, I completely agree with Jackson. He would be my striker. I mean, bloody hell. What striker gets a, 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 a suspension because they've got five yellow cards in six games and doesn't score any goals? Um, I did put Jesus down as well. And also Marcus Rashford. Yeah, I've got Rashford off the left. That was a sort of banker for me. And I'm not going to let you sway me either way unless you sway me either way and then you can have what you want. Well, no, I've, I've, I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd go Rashford off the left, Jackson up front. It's just who you'd put on the right, really. I mean, obviously, I've said Bowen, but I think I'm going to get, you know, cancelled because of that. So, would you put Jesus there or something? I mean, there's not many underperforming right wingers actually. That's why I, I really had to do some real deep diving stats work. Yeah, well, I, I, I could maybe add one more to the middle that maybe could force someone out ride as a little hipster choice. You had your Pereira early. I've actually got Raúl Jiménez down seven starts. Uh, no mm. goals. Uh, yeah. Mitrovic's sort of replacement, and he's not doing a great job of that. That's going to lead lovely into um, Goldbridge because I've got Jimenez down to score this weekend. Well, <laughs> Which yeah. is, uh, I've gone out the there. I've gone out there. I've gone out there. So, anyway, this is our worst team of the season uh, from goalkeeper to striker. We've got Anana in goal. We've got Ashley Young at right back. We've got Lindelof and Egan as centre backs with Chilwell at left back. Casido. Uh, with Havertz and Mason Mount, and then we're going to go Jesus, uh, Jackson and Rashford as a front three. Remember, get your comments in and uh, leave us your Instagram post and you could be uh, there with a EAFC uh, game code. Um, I want to do Goldbridge, Will, but we'd be remiss of us not to be topical and just touch on the Southgate England squad. Uh, What what are your initial thoughts on that? I mean, look, Jared Bowen's in there. Ward-Prowse isn't in there. He's not doing any, himself any favours because I look at certain people he's picked. Enketia, what's he done? Uh, you know, obviously, Phillips and Maguire don't even want to talk about. He's always going to pick them. They've hardly played. Um, Jordan Henderson's in there again playing in Saudi Arabia. I just don't I don't see the point. There's a few people in there that he's obviously picking that he'll never give game time to. It'd just make himself life easier if he just put Ward-Prowse in there. I think so now, just because of the Jordan Henderson one. I'm, like, like, for me, you know, I sit here as a biggest Southgate supporter going, but like the Jordan Henderson one out in Saudi Arabia just doesn't make any sense to me. Like the level of the league, you just have to watch. It's absolutely shocking. We're sort of getting to that time frame now where he's had a good sort of six to eight weeks playing out there. And you mm-hmm. can tell um, that it's not great. So yeah, Ward Prowse and me in that one. Um, and then apart from that... I. Eddie and Ketty is fine in there. I just think that's a bit of a... I mean, Ollie Watkins has been called up as well. which That's the main thing, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. so it's just a bit of a middle-of-the-road middle squad for me, I think. Yeah, there's not... I mean, look, Phillips and Maguire shouldn't get picked. It's a joke, really, but I'm not moaning about it. We know it will happen. Jordan Henderson's probably even worse. I mean, he's basically retired and getting picked. This is like calling up Wayne Rooney. It's, he's, he's retired. Like, he shouldn't be called up, and it's... Uh, 
it's unfair on Ward Prowse. Like he should be in there. I'm not saying he should start for England, but you pick twenty something players. Just put him in there as a you know you deserve to be here. I'm not going to pick you. I just it makes makes a rod for his own back. Southgate sometimes, and 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 I'm actually looking at a picture of him with his arms folded, and it's just really winding me up. I've got to be honest. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, this is my favourite bit of the week. Uh, I love doing the podcast on a Tuesday, the longer one, but uh, really enjoying the Friday ones. We uh, implemented and started Goalbridge last week. So how this works is you pick five players from the upcoming Premier League fixtures who you think will score. And if you if they score, you get a point. I mean, I'm waiting for the week where one of them scores more than one, Will. People think you can only get five points. You could actually get... 15 if they all get a hat-trick, very unlikely. But uh, I've got another five ready to go, but it, we, we, we have to look at what the scores are on the door on our very first weekend, last weekend. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, I think I got two. Um, Saka scored away and uh, Calvert-Lewin scored. Uh, I didn't get goals from Salah, Casemiro, Awanyi or Botman, who was my bonus defender. So I got two last week. Um, hope you did well at home. Um I'm too. I'm quite happy with two. Will, but I, I sensed earlier in the week you 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 you'd had a good week, and I couldn't remember what you'd what you'd said. No, I also got two as well. But I was, I was sort of no. at that wedding, quite pissed up, and I sort of woke up in the morning a bit like, oh no, I've not got anything. But watch match of the day, Jared Bowen scored his fifth goal in seven games, making him one of the best players of the season so far. And uh, Martin Odegaard scored against Bournemouth as well, so it was two two for me, so two two. But just before we get into this week. Uh, bit of a shocking revelation for me it was sort of winding down um yesterday i think it was and i got a call from a good friend of mine adam fry lives out in america big fan of the first week goldbridge but obviously you were talking about sort of making this game and it's better than sort of football hangman but he said well i don't know if you're aware but uh, they do exactly the same game in the mls it's called mls squad pick where the pundits pick five scorers each week and get points for it so um well, well i think we can say I, with total and utter conviction that is the definition of coincidence because there's no way I watch the MLS. There's just I don't watch the championship. So I, I definitely do not watch. The, that's his mate ringing up there, if you heard that in the background. Um, I do not watch the MLS. So I, I've, got to, I've got to concede. I did always think this is such a good idea. There's, it, it must have been done somewhere before. And uh, I like their penalties. It's just funny because we were talking the other day and you said you were a big Portland Timbers fan. Uh, oh, now it's all sort of off. coming round. Yeah. No, it's coincident. Well, I'm still calling it Goldbridge because we have a bonus defender point system. You know, as as anything in life, if you see something that's really good, take it and add a little bit on and pretend it's better. That's, what, that's basically what you know. Watchalongs. I did invent them, but I did see somebody do one really badly, and I was like, no one's ever going to watch them, and I copied it. Um, right. In okay. The words of Cal the so, Dragon in the hundred shots video. I've got my eye on you, Goldbridge. 2-2 two, two then from week one. How did you do at home? Don't forget, we're giving away an EAFC code this week. All you've got to do, five star is on Spotify. Leave us a comment where it says, what did you think of the episode? And you can either give us your five goal scorers for the week prediction, or you can give us your team of the season, or you can just put a really sensible comment. Make sure whatever you type, you leave us with your Instagram um, at, so we can pick the winner and send you a code. We might, we might, we might send two. We might we might feel generous actually. I'm I'm not limited to one. You know me, Will. I'm loaded. Every time we're down the <laughs> I, pub, I I, yeah. I always get him a pint. Two pints, maybe even some FIFA points. 
I'll always buy Will a pint as long as I get one back. Yeah, you didn't last time, so I owe you two pints. Right, okay, so uh, let's get into our predictions for Goldbridge for the week. It's 2-2. I'm enjoying this game. I thought, I'm actually feeling revitalised because I actually thought you'd won. You were smugging it off on Tuesday and I thought, oh, he's got four or five. But I couldn't remember what you'd got. So I've gone a little bit edgy with mine this week. Um, starting off, I don't know whether this is chronological order actually, but starting off, I've gone for Rasmus Hoyland, home Brentford. Man United playing rubbish at the moment, but it's two goals in the week. You know what strikers are like when they're in form. So I've got Rasmus Hoyland as my first pick. So I'll go to my Manchester United game and my first pick for Goldbridge week two is Bruno Fernandes. I do think Manchester United have beat Brentford. Uh, Obviously, Rashford, uh, uh, Fernandes on pen. So I'm just sort of going a bit safe with that one. Cool. Okay. Well, that is a bit edgy. I'll give you that. Right. I've already I've already done a spoiler alert on this one. So uh, Fulham are at home to Sheffield United on Saturday afternoon. There will be goals. There will be goals on the Thames at Craven Cottage. I, I couldn't figure out anybody who would score. I was going to put Andres Pereira down, but then I thought I've just absolutely rinsed him. Um, so I've got to go for somebody else. Willian is also rubbish. So I've gone for Jimenez, who hasn't actually scored a goal this season. Uh, and may not even start, but uh, I've gone for Jimenez uh, for Fulham against Sheffield United, Will. OK, I've gone a little bit left field for this one. Bournemouth versus Everton, or Everton versus Bournemouth. Uh, you know, not the viewer's choice for this weekend, but I've gone for Dominic Solanke to score. Everton in disarray. I think Dominic Solanke's in a little bit of form for a poor Bournemouth side, so I've gone for Dominic Solanke. From one Dominic to another, my third pick is, and he did me proud last week, I'm going for two in two. Dominic Calvert-Lewin for Everton in the same game. Can he do it for me again? There we go. That's my third pick, Will. What's yours? My third pick, I think it's the lunchtime kickoff. I was nearly going to put two members of this team down in my five because I think it's going to get a little bit silly. But I've gone for Huming Son against Luton Town. Uh, bit predictable, that one. Bit predictable. I avoided that. I, I, we're not allowed to have Erling Haaland, remember, because it's so obvious. And I did think Son was a, was a little bit obvious. As I said, I've gone really edgy with mine this week. And uh, <laughs> if, 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 Will's, if Will's Son against Luton was a little bit boring, just, just, just step away from the podcast for a minute because this one's very sharp. Um, Jackson, Chelsea at Burnley. Wow. I've gone for Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Okay, well, that'd be quite nice because we've talked about him so much on the podcast. So for it to come full circle, I think that'd be a lovely little moment. Um, I've got one. Hmm, okay, I'm going to spice mine up then because it's like the playground and you force my hand. I'm going to go for Alexis McAllister against Brighton. Oh, I like it. I've okay, put well, my final... down. I've just deleted it. Well, I'm not deleting mine because you've got Son. So uh, my pick in my final pick is actually the Liverpool game. He didn't score last week. I'm gone for Mo Salah at Brighton. Oh, you are an absolute fraud. But you've gone for Son at Luton, so tough. Anyway, I've gone Jackson and Jimenez. I've got two edgy ones. And wait till you hear my defender one. This is unbelievable. It's even worse than Jared Bowen being the worst team of the Premier League season. Get ready for my bonus defender one. But what's your fifth and final offering? I've gone for Ollie Watkins versus Wolves. Streaky striker, got mm. a hat-trick, called up to the England squad. I think that's just a, that's probably my most... No, Son's most sensible, and then that's a sensible number two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so that's our five. I've gone Hoyland, Jimenez, Calvert-Lewin, Jackson and Salah, and Will has gone for 
Son Solanke, Fernandez, Watkins and Alexis McAllister. Of course, we get a bonus, which is a defender, which, to be honest with you, if, if one of them score one week, it will be great. I'm not doing this for a laugh. Um, I think the last time he scored, the Queen was definitely alive. Um, it was a long time ago. Harry Maguire might not even start, but I'm going Harry Maguire. I've just got a feeling. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. I think Harry Maguire is going to score against Brentford. Brentford. Well, I, well, for mine, I've gone for a man that was an absolute stalwart in a victory against Manchester City last week. I've gone for Craig Dawson to score against the Villa in a bit of a Midlands derby. Mm, yeah, it's hard to pick that, but we do get two. Do we get two points for that or three, two. We said three in the first episode. Oh, three is three. There you go, and and it should be. I, I'm actually happy it's three. Um, brilliant. I absolutely love the Friday show. Some really good stuff in there. Don't forget the podcast is out Tuesday at seven a.m. and Friday at seven a.m. twice a week now. Goldbridge saves football. I absolutely loved that show. Uh, Will give them a reminder again about how they can uh, get in the EAFC code. Don't forget to leave us a comment and a and a like and a follow anyway. But Will. Yeah, rate the podcast five stars in the Q&A section down below. Drop a nice comment if you enjoyed the podcast. Get involved with Goldbridge, but make sure you drop your Instagram handle. Then there'll be a post on Instagram and just drop us a comment under there. That's just so we can find you. It's a bit easier if you do that. Exactly. Okay. Uh, I hope everybody has a cracking weekend with the football on. Sunday's going to be a super Sunday. I'll be doing watch-alongs on that's football for both Brighton, Liverpool and, of course, Manchester City against Arsenal, uh, which we haven't really spoke about, Will, because... We do, we do things a bit differently on this podcast. Like we, we, we want to get into different topics and not just follow the status quo. Um, thanks everyone for watching as per ever. Will, thank you for being on as usual. Mark, thanks for having me. Great stuff. Bye. See you next week.